happy Gay Wrath Month, everyone. That's right. June is over, and you know what that means. It's time to to move on from Pride and move on to Wrath. That's right. But Back to heteronorms. You know, um, I think I would really appreciate uh, if if mm-hmm. we this was. I don't know. Never mind. I don't even know what I was gonna say with that. <laughs> it was gonna be something about the Supreme Court, but I also feel really bad about all that shit. I'm just depressed. It's such a fucking bummer. It's all, it's all depressing. Just so we're aware, um, I think it was like five years ago, six years ago, was the year when no, gay marriage has been legal for way longer than that. Yeah. Ten years ago, I don't know, but it was on like Pride Weekend that like yes. it 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 the decision was like. Decided yeah. or whatever else, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had the audacity to fucking like pull that shit. This pride, mama, yeah. par for the course. Golly. So how did you forget about the events pre pride? What know? what do you what 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 events pre pride? You know, the row. How did I forget? How did you how did you go about forgetting your worries? How did I end up being prideful? Yeah. Oh my god, the list goes on. Mm. Packed a lot in a weekend. Oh, it was a it was a little bit of a hoobity doobity weekend. Yeah. It was I think I don't know about you, but I feel like I have now gotten like scientific with how I do pride. Mm. And I do it in a way Elaborate. that is is like yeah. I'm gonna go to this event, but I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna take a nap afterwards. And then I'm gonna go to this event. But then I'm going to go home and shower because that was a really sweaty event before I go to the next place. Right. And you no were sleep. you were local this weekend. Local in okay. the Twin Cities. It, many leaders came up to me. Many. They're, they said, oh, my God, are you Aaron from Bopper Flop? Yes. And you know what? I had to tell him yes. And that's honestly why I got out of town. Yeah. I didn't want to deal with that. Well, our most of our fans are notoriously flaming homosexuals. Yes, and in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Those two things go hand in hand. That's true. But like, That's yeah, true. like for me, I still had one of the shit, like yesterday, recording on Tuesday, Monday after Pride, mm-hmm. I, I still felt like a complete like buffoon. Yeah. Felt so fucking out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling good today. Well, that's good. And and like in all honesty, I probably could have felt a lot worse. But I stopped drinking on Sunday at six. Good for you. I was at home by nine thirty and restraint. sleeping by ten. Like restraint. good pride. It's good called pride. discipline, right there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I knew I had to work on Monday, and I was <laughs> like, I can't. The yeah. most I can do for myself is like not go to the gym on Monday morning. Yeah, don't do that. Which don't do that. I didn't. But what about you? You were in. Chicago. Yes, I uh, I got a press pass this time instead of you. Damn it all! <laughs> to uh, Pride in the Park in Chicago, and I was traveling by myself for the first time in a while. I usually go places with Eric, right? And it's just very—it's so different traveling by yourself. I felt so unencumbered by a schedule. Yeah, I said I'm gonna lean into whatever I'm feeling, so and not what you don't want to. I didn't go out Friday night. I did the day stuff, Saturday, Sunday. I had tickets for night stuff. And by the time I got home, I said, I'm tired. I'm, I'm just going to bed. stay in. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was so fun. I I appreciate that. I think that, yeah, like going with the group, you kind of have to, in some ways, go, what does the group want to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that, like, that's not always the case. Like, you don't. Right. 
I I appreciate when like people within like a group can go, I'm gonna go do this. Mm-hmm. Now you go do that. Like yeah. whatever you wanna do, we don't have to do the same thing. But I mean, even the day stuff, was it fun? Oh my god, it was so fun. I mean, well, Saturday, the headliner, which very in brand on brand with uh, Pride is now corporate. Um, the Chainsmokers headlined, and um, you know, I was on. You know, the alphabet. Certain letters of the alphabet were involved, so it's hard yeah. not to have a good time. True. When mm-hmm. that's the case, um, I will just say they did work in. What's that love story song by Taylor Swift? Yeah. Which was a major bummer. I was like, what the fuck? This is re- they should be arrested. This is homophobic. Okay, well, <laughs> it's horrible. You, you, it's horrible. You know, one of my it's favorite, terrible. my favorite like things is remixes of Adele's "Easy on Me." <laughs> Any Adele song, like literally, like there was uh, one on Saturday night that was just complete buffoonery, where like. Yeah. You could barely make out that it was easy on me one. And then there was just like a minute in the middle of the song where there was no lyrics and it was just ns and you were like, Okay, well, um Again, we we gotta stop these Adele remixes, which is not needed. I took a video of it because I was like, of course. And the thing is, is the video I took like you legit there was no lyric. It was in the middle of that weird like unsy break. Right. Truly chaos, yeah. like whatever. But I will say that we had, um, well, two things. I have some drama, oh, and then yeah. I have some mama. Oh, okay. I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> well, we'll find out what that means. The drama is um, Saturday. Carly Rae Jepsen was here. Yeah, and a couple, like maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. They announced that Rebecca Black was going to open for oh my Carly Rae God, Jepsen. Incredible. 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 Which I saw her at um, Coachella. Coachella, and it was so fun. Like, it was all, like, the 2000s kind of pop hits, but with, like, a dance beat. Okay, great. So fun. Like, Hillary Duff's Come Clean remix. <laughs> Come on, sign all me right, up. I'm ready. And uh, we, were, we got there on time, ready for Rebecca to perform. Of course. No one. <laughs> not no one. There was a DJ there, but, like, she was not no there. No Rebecca? Come to find out, Carly Rae said, uh-uh, Rebecca, you ain't opening for me. Are you serious? And they, and Carly said, you got to get move her away. And that's why she... So then she ended up, like, performing for an hour at Saloon. Wait, Carly Rae really... Yeah, Carly Rae did that. Snubbed Rebecca Black? Yeah, which... Wow. We need... Okay, we okay. do need... We need to, like... Interesting. So that's the drama. And the mama... Of it all was no, the mama of it all was Sunday. I went to saloon for like a tiny bit before I was like, I gotta go home mostly because I had the block party pass and I was like, I gotta use this, of course. And artist Poppy was performing, yeah, sure. Um, which if 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 you've ever listened to Poppy, Poppy is like just crazy, kooky bananas, like nothing going on. Poppy's EDM's like DJ set was like legit really good. Oh nice. But my favorite thing was like I think that she was trying to like think she was cool and like I believed her <laughs> when she like literally was standing on stage reading a book. Yeah. While her music her DJ set was playing. Honestly, 
Icon. I would love that. I would do the same thing. Catch up on a Kindle? Not a Kindle. Wow. It was a black book because it, I mean, it was probably the the book from WandaVision or whatever it's called. The sure. Book of Academe or something. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we need to, okay, we need to get in our, we need to get in our guests so we, we can ask him about his pride and stuff. All right, let's get him in here. Who we got to, Aaron? Okay, so uh, a couple weeks ago, we reached out to this guest. We've reached out to this guest a couple times to be on the pod. Mm-hmm. And, Busy uh, schedule. And... A couple weeks ago, it was going to be Perfume Genius, but it ended up being a pretty crappy album, and was, the timing just didn't um, really work. It was experimental, we'll say. It would it would have been a crappy one to review. Yeah, I wouldn't have known really I, what to say. I would have said, well, that was something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but luckily, um, our guest then reached out to us, or reached out to me, saying, like, have you listened to this album yet? And I was like, we're reviewing it next week. Do you oh. want to be on? And he was like, sure. And just like that? And uh, so I've known our guest for, I want to say, over maybe a, a little bit over a year now, maybe maybe two. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, he loves music. He's very peculiar which, with which albums he listens to and which ones he doesn't. Interesting taste. Interesting taste. Okay. And uh, I'm excited to hear his opinion on, on, on our album. Um, so to review Muna by Muna, we have special guest Chris Vaughn. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Excited to be here. Hi, Chris. So why is Aaron saying you have a peculiar music taste? Because he stalks me on Apple Music. Oh. Yeah. He's been known to do that. I have a wide, eclectic range. But Chris, it's not just that. I feel like you, um, I send you a lot of albums where I'm like, I I know you like the artist, but you just choose, like, I'm not going to listen to it. Like fucking solar power. Like before that, we were both like I think what we bonded over the like the first time we hung out was like we both fucking loved melodrama, yeah. And so when solar power came out, you were just like, I'm not listening to that. I listened to solar power, but everybody knows it was a letdown. Oh, hey, I didn't say it. hey now. Had some, had some not everybody. Bops. I still can't remember if I bopped or flopped. That. You bopped it. You bopped, bopped it. it. You bopped it. But okay. it was it's a it, it was, was a, it was a tepid one. Nobody thinks that slow power is better than melodrama. I don't think anyone thinks it's better than melodrama, but I don't think they're necessarily like comparable because she's not trying to have them be comparable. Like different styles, fully different styles, fully different um, kind of perspectives. But one of the things that I I sent Simon earlier, um, (laughs) I think last week was for the summer solstice because that's. Pretty much all of Lord's releases for merch and for music videos have been in alignment with like the sun. Mm. Uh, she released a an email, and in the email, she was talking about how like it actually really bummed her out that like people didn't get Solar Power at first, but she was receiving a ton of emails um, throughout the the year of people starting to kind of come around to it. Yeah. But what one of her friends told her, which like is a very candid friend, is is was like, well, you 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 got to have the valleys so you can have the peaks. <laughs> okay. And she put that in the wow. email, and I was like, <laughs> I really hope she doesn't like. I think we're gonna look five years from now, and we're gonna go. Solar power is what it is, and what it is, was intended to be. But we were expecting melodrama piercing like sure vulnerability sure. that we wouldn't get normally mm. uh, I mean mm. but I feel like you can have two different styles of album and they both can be 
brilliant. I don't know. I just didn't feel like mm. solar power just hit the mark, even though it was a different style. Was it? To me, it was. I think what rubbed a lot of people the the wrong way was it was an album kind of. God, literally, we talk about Lord more than Taylor Swift these days. <laughs> I prefer that. <laughs> Jesus. God, but um, she was she's in a happy place, like she's in a good place mentally, and I think that like her album is kind of just where she is. Mm. And one of the other things that I um, came to fa- find out when. Did you listen to the melodrama five year that I sent you? I didn't listen to the whole thing. I listened to the, I listened to <laughs> most of it. And it. it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And like what I learned from that is that she has like some sort of like thing where she sees like all of her senses blend together. Mm. And so she associates color with like sound and everything else like that. And I have a feeling that like it's really hard for her to not like have how she's feeling be what she writes about. Mm-hmm. Synesthesia? Is that what you're talking about? Synesthesia, yeah. Wow. Okay, so little known so, fact is... a sexy is concept. Chris is is and might still be a doctor. Oh. Maybe <laughs> not after this weekend. Thought, Maybe not after this weekend. <laughs> Maybe not after this weekend. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say he had that too. <laughs> I got really excited. He has it too. I, he, might, I might after this weekend. Oh, oh, you 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 got it after this weekend? Maybe. I mean, I would say that like so. I've done acid once in my life, and in that yeah. one time of doing acid, like definitely felt more connected with like all of the senses that I ever have. Everything, the universe, time, literally, space uh, everything made sense. Yeah, but Chris, how was your pride? My pride was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it went from. About Thursday at 11 p.m. to Monday at 3 p.m. Wow. There, <laughs> you there you go. <laughs> Were you rested and collected um, Monday at 3 p.m. or was it kind I was of not rested and collected? Not rested, oh, collected. which is what I prefer. Okay, so so Chris, I have to ask what what was the the drama of the weekend and what was the mama? <laughs> yes, I feel, I feel like the drama and the mama are. About the same thing. Oh. Um, but, I mean, I just had a great pride. He had a great pride. He's not going to divulge. He's not divulging any not of divulging. No. <laughs> I did see you dancing a lot, and you seemed to be smiling. I was dancing a lot. I was smiling a lot. Mm-hmm. I was With gr- a, lot. a good group of people, many of who have been guests on this podcast before. All good people. Mm-hmm. We, lo- we love our bopper flop. Um, Guest hosts, I mean, friends if, of the pod. If I'm throwing a mama out there, I got nine hours of sleep a night. I feel fucking incredible. <laughs> I definitely did get not get nine hours of sleep a night. Did you get nine hours of sleep the entire weekend? I probably spent <laughs> <laughs> from Friday at like nine a.m. until yesterday at eleven mm-hmm. p.m. I probably yeah. got maybe like twelve. 12 hours. 14 hours of sleep. Okay. Cumulatively. 12, 14. Okay. That's, sure. you know, spent sure. 10 of those hours in my house. That's, yeah, another four hours somewhere else. There you go. That's, so, that's a good, that's a good number. It's better than zero. Um, Simon, mm-hmm. speaking of um, dancing with guests that have been on the pod before. Sure. Notable guest of the pod, Dago. Oh, Dago Blanc. He now lives in Chicago. Chicago. Yes. And, and you were in Chicago. 
I yes, and I did run into him with uh, some of the old Minneapolis crew who now lives in Atlanta, Hotlanta as they call it. They all call it they Hotlanta all call there. It Hotlanta, that's if right. you go. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yes. Um, yes, I ran into Dago. I'd never met him before. Was it easy to find him? Yeah, he, he literally just kind of appeared. <laughs> I was like, ah! Was hello. it him that ran up to you, or did you run up to him, or how did it go? He ran up to me. Okay, so, yeah. So he saw you. ran into a couple old MSP people who he happened, he must have run into them in Atlanta. They must be fast friends. Oh, obviously. A, a wild doggo appeared. <laughs> it was great. It was the energy I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is so much fun. It was wonderful. Um, so speaking of pride. Oh, and I will also say Rebecca Black did show up to her set. And how was she? I didn't see her. She was too early in the day. God. Uh... <laughs> Sorry to that woman. Um, before we before we move on more, Chris, you were at Carly Rae. What'd you think? I loved it. Despite the question that she might have been lip syncing. Which I'm not. Who said this? Who said that? Who's, no one. Name, name, name names. That. No one said that. But oh, but you did? From either. From the box. It was... Oh, small, from the box. It was a small discussion. Oh, small discussion. But <laughs> the box. I loved it. I had a great time. It was not one with the people. Nope, not with the people. I, so actually, like, I was in a box too. <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. And yeah. like, friend of the pod, um, Anders was like, "Do you want to do a, do a box?" And I was like, "I already have like so many general admission tickets." He's like, "It's only like 125 bucks," and I'm like, "All right, I guess." <laughs> I've never done it before, and to me, I was like, this is a chance to sit down and relax in between all the different events. So I was like, 75 extra bucks so I can kind of like relax a little bit and be like cool and collected. Great. But I will say that like, I don't know if I'd ever do a Carly Rae super gay concert in a box again. You want to be with the people. I want to be where the people are, as Ariel once said. And I have to say... Continuing the trend of the bourgeoisie at concert events, I did obtain a VIP um, event wristband. I didn't buy it. Nope, it never was given would. to me. Mm-hmm. It's not my normal lifestyle, people. But I will it's say, the, it's the perks. It's the perks of Bopper Flop. I will say, <laughs> I get why rich people vote Republican. Oh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> but seriously, the perks were very nice. The what ba- were like every the, time I okay, tell me the bathrooms were like trailers, air conditioning. Yep, gorgeous. Okay, yep. Um, there was a bar that was tucked away, all ours. Yep. Okay, wonderful. Um, and you got to go into like the upper area in the concert venue yeah. area. It was yeah. wonderful. It's great. It's great. Would I buy it myself? I don't know. I so like I've done plenty of like VIP experiences, sure, sure. one passes and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I will tell you, the air conditioned bathrooms. I don't give three fucks about. Girl, I loved it. Like, <laughs> in I go mirror, to the bathroom. There once. was a mirror. There are mirrors. There. I don't need I don't need to see how awful I look after like 30 day 30 hours in the sun like I know I look awful and then not only that like the tucked away bar or the yeah the special restaurants you have back there it I think it's truly just to like stroke someone's dick a little bit like yeah they did have like table service which I did not opt into right like no point no. 
But I will say that, like, depending on the event and depending on, like, the different tiers of VIP, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's worth it for the, the viewing. Yeah. Like, Bottle Rock, when I was there, they had half of the stage on pretty much every stage was VIP only. So mm-hmm. we were able to go to pretty much every show and be, like, maybe 10th row and arrive there, like, right before. Yeah, that's nice. Which is super great. That's nice. Chris, have you ever done a VIP experience? The box, the box on Saturday was the closest I've been. Oh wow! And it was high energy. My box was high energy. We had a good location. My box. My box was high energy. Yeah, we were on one the whole time. (laughs) I, you know, my my box was fun energy too. It was. Yeah. I don't know. It 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 felt like we could have had like double as many people in it, but I also appreciated that we didn't. Like we had eight. Well, that's part of the experience. But like, yeah. Anders was saying that the max you could have was ten, and I was like, I was looking around at other boxes, and I'm like, every other box has like way more than ten. Interesting. It just felt, huh. I don't know. Huh. Okay. But it was nice for the space. I would go to, I would be do a box again for like something where I am not looking to dance as much, and I'm just sure. looking to watch like yeah. a Maggie Rogers would be a great box performance. Yeah. To sit up there and not have to be with the crowd as you're kind of like. Well, my feet aren't moving because this is a slow song. Yeah, been there. Been there, done that. Didn't Don't you dance? Do it again. You didn't dance in your box? Oh, we danced in the box. But, like, I would want to be dancing in the crowd, mm. grinding up on people. <laughs> yeah. Consensually, of course. Speaking of, I didn't even make out with anyone this week. What? Can you believe it? Guys, I can't believe when it. When I tell you, my energy, my awareness, of the universe, of myself, my power, if I wasn't, like, feeling a sexual energy, I didn't force it. No. I didn't force it all weekend. Well, you never should. Yeah, no. Right? And I I went home by myself every night early. And I loved it. It was great. I, there is, like... <laughs> I had a wonderful time. I think we've mentioned this before, but, like, to me, it and is... And I'm usually a whore. You know? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> If you if you've uh, if you follow Simon on Instagram, um, you might have known that before. <laughs> well, TBD, TBD, TBD. But more on the Patreon. More on the Patreon. That we, um, that we will set up. My philosophy is always <laughs> like, I'm down for the fun. Like not every night, but some nights. Like yeah. most most nights, I'm down for the funk, or the fuck. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but if I'm tired. Oh God, call it, call it, call it, Mama. Call it. And I'll say that, like, I went home with a boy on Friday, mm-hmm. and it's a boy that I'm, like, a friend. Like, we're friends. Like, very friend zone. Yeah. But we've made out a couple times, et okay, cetera, et cetera. And yeah. Friday after the bar, like, it was impossible to get an Uber and stuff. So I was like, dude, like, you can just crash at my place. Not a big deal. Yeah. Like, don't even, we can, you can just crash in my king-size Casper mattress. Hey Casper. Or you can sleep on the couch, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And like in my head, I was like, okay, this is just a friendship thing. I'm just ho- helping him out. Girl, it's Pride Weekend. What do you think's gonna happen? I know, but like I think for me, if I was in the mindset that like, okay, this was gonna turn into something, when we got home, it would have been like I would have been excited about it. But because of <laughs> the entire time, like like I in my mind I was like <laughs> I, I'm ready for bed. Like, yeah. this is, I'm being nice. I'm helping a friend out. 
So nice. So I'm like, I'm just like helping him like not have to pay like eighty dollars in an Uber, you know, like. And so I was like, I want to go to bed, but I'm I'm not I'm not naming names because I don't want to name names, but like. <laughs> He, it it was like a javelin in my back all night. <laughs> I got no sleep. I got I got I, I literally like at one point I was just like okay fine I'm just gonna like get up I'm gonna drink some water and I'm gonna suck that cock just to hopefully like you know <laughs> yeah just. Just appease that. I wanted to get it done so I could get a couple hours of sleep. Oh, did you just keep going? This is like round and, eight. So, fight. but they, but they, after like probably ten minutes, I was like, "We're not, we're not getting anywhere." Getting so I was anywhere. just like, "All right, well, whatever. I'm just gonna try and sleep again." And it wasn't until I left that I got like a good sleep. You know, sometimes that's how it is. The stories. Just as good the second time hearing it. <laughs> Not uh, javelin in the back. Javelin in the back. Oh God. Woof. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. I, I also like don't usually love when a guy's like stroking my like or touching me when I'm like not even remotely hard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, because right. I'm like I am more of a grower than a shower. Like. <laughs> Sure. And so I'm just like, dude, you're like touching the most flaccid thing in the world here. Like, I enjoy that process of 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 getting it going. Yeah, yeah. I like sucking a flaccid D. Yeah, that's fun. I like I like doing it to others, I guess. But in my mind, I'm always just like, wait, it'd be it'd be for the show. Let let me like, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's probably something to explore there. So I think like maybe maybe it was like 20 minutes ago we mentioned the name of the album we're reviewing. We'll get there. We'll get there in good time. I think we gotta. I think we gotta talk more about this. I have nothing else to say. All right. But like Saturday, didn't go home with anyone because mm-hmm. I was like, Chris, you were at Saloon on Saturday, weren't you? Yes. It was bananas. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The line to get in was like at least two blocks long. Wow. And there was a line on two different sides too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Goodness. I had to pull the VIZ card, <laughs> meaning I already paid and I'm just going to push my way through. And I, I made my way in. Wow. But like it was, I, Saloon even had the audacity to post a picture today. That was like a a, a, Your mugshot. a a a drone like view of of the saloon like block party thing. Yeah, and you could see how fucking long that line was. Ooh. And I was like, that line though, not not the best. I think that previous years the line control was a lot better. Still mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. Sure. Were you in the line, Chris? I was in the line for a little bit, but I did kind of the same thing you did. Went to the center and just pushed your way in. Lines met, kind of like when an airplane is boarding and you're just wow. kind of like going to the center. It's like when when two dicks are going into one hole, you know. Sometimes you yeah. slip the third dick right in the middle. Does that happen a lot for you? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> I would I wouldn't know. I was gonna say good for you. I don't I'm I know that I can assume that you've been DP'd. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Says a lot. I love this. It says a lot. But like just a yeah, you a slut bag. I don't. Well, you called yourself a whore earlier, Mama. Yeah, I am a slut. That's I'm proud of it. But like, yeah, I can't fathom how like what, yeah, how you get how you do it because sure. it's not like the dick is in your hand where it's just two hands going in. You the dick is the, the dick is in the center be, of the body. You think that'd be easier or what? Two hands, to, like. The size or the the logistics? The of logistics the, the of how the positioning. Okay, because I'll tell you, one fist is a lot harder than two dicks. I'll tell oh, you one, I, I would bet. Okay, but um, like, but yeah, you do have to get a little creative with the positioning. Yeah, but yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah, I yeah. Okay, so yeah, no. In terms of the saloon line, it was a three three p situation, and we we were the middle dick. <laughs> I guess we have uh, two entitled people on the podcast here. Simon, we were so Simon, close. Simon would have waited in that line. <laughs> we were so close to having this be a clean episode. Yeah, <laughs> so close. Yeah. Up until now, there is nothing. Nothing, that <laughs> nothing at all. This is all shut. <laughs> One day we'll we'll cast off that explicit tag, but. It's not today. Not today. Not, not today. this episode. Oh my god! Should we talk about this album? Let's let's dive on into the album. Right, here we go. Muna by Muna. Muna by Muna. Kind of a power move to title your third album Muna, right? People do that. Artists I know it's do it's that. trendy. It's, it's trendy right now. I think for a lot of artists, because I think uh, Betty Who did it for like she did Betty Part One. There never was a Betty part two, but she did Betty part one. Think there will be a part two? Or I think a lot of times, no, I don't think mm, so. No. A lot of times artists do that when it's like they're reinventing themselves or they're finally putting themselves out there. And mm. for Muna, in this case, it they, was... They went independent. They, well, they didn't, they didn't like voluntarily go independent. Oh, were they dropped? They got dropped by their label. Oof. 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 Which... Oof. Can both be a benefit and a curse. Yeah. A benefit was that they got complete control of their music. That's nice. Curse is, as we've seen with other artists, I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> when you go when you go independent, your music kinda goes to shit. I can think of at least one. I yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. you should name a name. I'll name one LaRue. LaRue? That's a good one. I love her. She's one of the only like music people I follow on Instagram yeah just because it's very different yeah like clearly not at the mercy of a label at this point so she just posts whatever she wants and I think it's fascinating she recently did a PSA about Dolby Atmos she said turn it off for your music wait why they don't consult like the original mixers or sound engineers so it's just kind of something they're trying to shoehorn in it's like a movie effect that's made for movies Uh, i think i think a lot of times she's just saying like they're not gonna like talk to the people who like maybe for brand new stuff if it's part of right the mission of the album sure but like anything before maybe i don't know 
three years ago or something, a lot of times it's just kind of they're adding it in and no one right. has consulted, including the original artist. So it might not be beneficial for older music. So New stuff, I, I have no comment. I can, I can give you um, the perspective of someone that uh, listens to Apple Music Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And has been following along with Dolby Atmos for the longest time. Okay. To me, my understanding is that um, there are artists and albums that Apple has been able to work with that artist on to be able to go, we're going to build this album or this song or whatever to be Dolby Atmos. Like, okay. and, and they those are the ones that they really spotlight to go like, this is the listening experience of Dolby Atmos. Right. Which it does sound really like, Chris, have you listened? Have you used Dolby Atmos? I have not. Mm. Okay. It actually does sound really cool because you do kind of get to hear almost like a spatial level experience with music mm. where like you can definitely tell the artist is in the front, but you can kind of like pick up where the different instruments are or like where the different beats are coming through, Mm -hmm. um, which is really, really cool. But I do know that a lot of labels in particular, they just want to slap that on uh, their, their albums, like their, their artist albums, because Mm -hmm. it does like, you kind of get excited about it. You're like, Oh my gosh, it's now in Dolby Atmos. And they probably just run it through some sort of like automated generator. Right. The example she used is like, there's a Dolby Atmos version of Bulletproof, like her, her the single that like made right. her career. And she's like, I've never, I was never consulted on it or sent it for approval. The original sound engineer was never sent it. Like it's just random. Like some, yeah. yeah. They, but like at the same time, I do know that Apple does like they've provided the tools to labels, artists, etc., yeah. to record in mm-hmm. Dolby Atmos. Mm-hmm. So I would say, LaRue, if you want to put out the right version of the Dolby Atmos of your song, yeah, you probably can. She probably wants to move away from that time in her career, right? Because I mean, it's, it's, it's the best part of her career, too. Well, a lot of creative control issues and not enjoying the process. Chris, what about you? Do you have an artist that um, you know about that went label-free? Trying to think of one. To I mean, I feel like trend. I like a lot of indie music to begin with. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. small labels. Yeah. I feel like if you went, if you started small, your music's already good because That's you get way to go. Yeah. You like already yeah. were there. Yeah. The artist for me, and I'm sorry to say this. Oh my god. I love her to death. So Betty Who, oh. she was on RCA for her first and second albums mm-hmm. and decided to make her third album um, independently. And I will full on say that the third album is my least favorite of the three. Which album was the third? Um, Give me the visual. Oh my God. I think it's actually, it might be, it, I, is it called Betty? I think it's called Betty. I think it's Betty. Okay. But it's... um. The one, it is... Uh, it's not the Legs one. Not the Legs. That's the Valley. That's the Valley. And then Take Me When You Go is the first album. Okay. And I think it's called... I think it's called Betty. But, like, not not my favorite. What, I will, what I'm excited about is her latest song, Blow Up My Candle, is uh, she started to find ways to be back with the label, but in, like, her own terms or, like... I'm going to take this part of like 
the help of a label, but not this part. Okay. And I, I have faith and confidence that this is going to be one of her better albums. Okay. But so in Muna's case, dropped, dropped, flat. third album, <laughs> third album. We're going independent because we kind of have to. We kind of have to. But then she got picked up by Phoebe Bridgers, or they got picked up by Phoebe Bridgers. Women helping women. Women helping women. Queer women helping queer women. Yes. Not like CRJ and Rebecca Black. That was not a woman helping women situation. uh, (laughs) I think that's so funny. Isn't it kind of? She said, no. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need Rebecca. The Friday girl? It's her? Uh, Yeah, mm, not, not for me. I mean, Friday's kind of a bop for me, I'm just going to say. It... It is definitely about for me. I still know the lyrics. Oh, gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. Yeah. That's like how I want to start my morning. <laughs> exactly. Two separate things. Chicken everything is... Having the bowl. That's right. Cereal. Which seat can I take? Who cares? Sit in the front seat. Sit in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat will I take? Anyways. Um, Chris, <laughs> you sent me this album because clearly you like Muna. What's your history been? So I probably started with Muna's second album, and I listened to The Current a lot. It's got a lot of indie music. It's very Minneapolis. Are they on The Current? Taken was on The Current. Taken. From their second album. Okay. Okay. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Taken a lot. Went back to their first album, which I think you sent me. Oh, yeah, probably. Actually. Yeah. Really like that album, and then this album came out, and Perfect Pride weekend album. But you didn't listen to Number One Fan. Or not, what's that? Muna Saves the World. Muna Saves the World is your second album, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't I, listen I did to Taken. Okay. I listened, Taken brought me in. I listened to gotcha. the whole album. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. Big Muna fan. Have you seen Muna live? I have not seen Muna live. Well, plenty of chances. Some of us have. She's, uh, she, they're coming, they're coming here again in a couple, in like a month, two months. Oh, I did not know oh. that. There you go. August 6th, I think, at the fir- at First Ave. They were so they were dropped from their label, uh, but they were upgraded in their venues. Okay. They went. They started at um, Fine Line, and oh, during okay. artist presale, they literally sold through all their tickets. Oh, so they were just like, "Well, I guess we have to upgrade our venue." Well, that's kind of cool. Another at first half. Yeah. Good for them. That's market days weekend, isn't it? It is. <sighs> it is. Yeah. I'll get a chance. But I no I. Mm, uh, mm. <sighs> I know it is, but I feel like there's no way I would have gotten that date wrong because I bought tickets, mm-hmm. but I probably did. Oh my God, I probably did. Mm-hmm. Do you already know I did? Mm-hmm. Do you know it's that day? Uh, you you just said August sixth. I know, but like I, <laughs> <laughs> and I know what weekend market days is because I requested it off like a year in advance. Same. Um, update here is um, Dago just said yes. Um, I was literally screaming when I saw Simon from across the crowd. Can confirm. Screaming. Screaming. Yeah. Which is just living legend. Yes. I was going to my phone for something else. The, looking at the Muna concert day. <laughs> Muna, Minneapolis. We gotta let our fans know. Gotta let the fans know. Can't Google it. You can't Google it yourself? Nope. Okay, first Ave, uh, Monday, August 8th. Okay. Oh, Ooh. you're fine. As long Bear. as you get back, as long as you get back. Not only, not only do I get back, and I, I feeling it. Oh, that Monday, Monday, perfect day to go to Muna. Monday concerts at Tough. I will have lost six pounds. 
Mon- Monday concerts after Market Day's weekend, Mama. Yeah, even tougher. Chris was like, do you want to go to Mitski, right? No, Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. Mitski's also at the, the Surly thing. But Fleet Foxes okay. is the day after, like, I get back from Lollapalooza. Oh, jeez. And I'm also like... Oh, God. <sighs> We're going to be fine. You'll We're going to do it. it. You'll make it. It's that Surly. You can sit down. Yeah. And they're not, like, a band that I don't know... I don't feel like I need to be, like, third row for Fleet Foxes. It's going to be very mellow. It's going to be mellow. Like, hmm. perfect summer outdoor... It, it is a no. they are perfect for like surly festival field yeah, absolutely magical twinkling music mm. speaking of surly festival field simon have you seen muna maybe i have and maybe it wasn't surly they and opened they, for phoebe they they did they did yeah mm, last summer mm-hmm. and let me tell you we had to wear masks the whole time <laughs> God, I I, out, about at that. an outdoor arena god that was ridiculous oh <sighs> Anyways, um, I will say uh, probably the most Gen Z lesbians I've ever seen in my life in one place. Well, you've not been to a Fletcher show then because... that I mean, <laughs> I honestly thought they were the same artist. They might as well be. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that show? It was fun. Entertaining. They're really yeah. good. Perf- like, oh my God, people were going crazy for Muna. Yeah. They love Muna. I have to say I was probably more excited for Muna than I was for Phoebe Bridgers. Interesting. Because we definitely left Phoebe Bridgers a little early. Well, <laughs> why did we do that again? Because I think... Because I, love, I loved Phoebe. I love I, her. I think you had plans after the concert. Yes. And I had plans after the concert. Okay, fair. So it so was it's, like... It's not like we were like, this is a flop. We gotta no, no. We were just like... <laughs> well, we and she played a lot of her like more yeah. prominent songs earlier on. This is a fair assessment. And we didn't leave that much earlier. No. No. But for me, okay, so like, I've now seen Muna three times. Okay, wow. First time was because of um, Friend of the Pod, noted guest of the pod, Eddie Washington. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm in the elevator today. was looking a little rough post-Pride, and he said it himself. <laughs> I was like, I'm not quite here yet. Not still not available yet. Nope. No, no, not no. available for comment. He's like, I'll give you back your keys to your apartment because <laughs> he watched the cats. But he's like, oh. not today. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, sounds good. But he, uh, Chelsea Jade, one of his like favorite artists in the yes. world, opened yes. for um, for Muna. So mm. both times that I've gone to to shows with um, Eddie to see Chelsea Jade, he's left for the for the headliner. <laughs> Because he wanted to see Chelsea. He wanted to see Chelsea, and then he left. And I was like, you missed... I love that. Your Smith, who is, like, a local, but, like, kind of... I, I think she's a great fucking artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Muna, I was even more mad about, because I was like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Then I saw her with you at uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. But then uh, Muna also opened up for... And I shouldn't keep saying her, because it's them. Mm-hmm. Not, not like they them, more like it's a group. Yeah, well, not honestly, to be confused, like they as in plural. It, it they also as in plural. wouldn't be out of the question. They're probably, yeah, I think, they actually, one of them probably is they them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. two birds, one stone. Yeah, but Very then good. they also opened for Casey Musgraves. Really, Muna into King Princess into oh, Casey. Oh, I did not see that. I barely saw King Princess, and to be honest, I was not that impressed by King Princess live. I it went it was well we have to give some kind of grace with it because that was Casey's I think first show of the tour and so Muna didn't like 
there was like sound issues with Muna, and oh, then there was no. Do you think that's why? I have a feeling that K- that King Princess also didn't really have oh, their groove figured out yet. That's probably true. So like, you yeah. got to give some grace, okay. but it, that concert was truly also like most excited for Muna. Oh dear. Um, middle excited for um, King Princess. King Princess, and then not excited at all for what? What's wrong with you? By not excited at all for Casey, I mean like, eh. Do you Casey. like it? I thought Casey was fine. Oh my god. We did leave a couple songs early so that I didn't have to deal with like the Uber like expensive sure. lift prices back because sure. it was at St. Paul. Yeah. Next so. But so yeah, I guess long story short is like I've been listening to Muna. I love Muna. Number one or what is it called? Muna Saves the World is what got me into Muna. But then like, fucking I know a place. That song is like. I mean, yeah. That is like the queer space song of all queer space songs. You have to give it up for that song. You gotta give it up you for that song. Give it up. Um, so, Muna, third album. What are our thoughts? Mm-hmm. Who wants to start? I thought that the album, like, it starts with Silk Chiffon, which came out quite a while ago featuring one Miss Phoebe came out like literally the weekend before or the couple days before we saw Phoebe and Muna yes that's true yeah they played it it, right they played it yeah Phoebe wasn't there it was right everyone except for Phoebe but they uh I've seen her them twice since that song came out (laughs) the song is like very like explicitly lesbian very explicitly queer yeah and um, it also was kind of like probably their most radio-friendly hit they've had mm, in okay. terms of the way it sounded. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, when listening to this album, it felt very queer women. Oh, yeah. Ve- like very queer, very queer women in terms of the lyricism, in terms of the kind of approach to the whole um, thing and in terms of the themes of the songs it was all just very queer mm-hmm. um, and I have to say that I've not I don't know if I've heard a lot of albums um, thus far that have been that blatantly like I feel like a lot of times labels and artists try to use um, situations that can be interpreted as male or female mm-hmm. or like kind of I'm interested in whoever like that's, yeah. that's someone that person yeah. over there. Harry All the people in the place. Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles, or like you don't really know. And this is yeah. very explicit. And I did yeah. I did appreciate that. Did y'all catch up on that? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Not yeah. catch up on that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very uh, uh, queer in here. And we, staying. We around. are queer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Chiffon, what I want. They just say they want to dance in a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, period. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Chris, what were your thoughts on the album? I liked it a lot. I think not every song kind of stuck with me, but um, they felt fully realized. Kind of, like you said, very queer album. I appreciated the self-title because they feel like fully realized. Right. A and renaissance, yeah. if you will. They're just being their like full selves. Not yeah. Renaissance um, by Beyonce. That's coming out in a couple weeks. Is that what that album is called? Renaissance. Four weeks. Act one. Four. Four weeks. July wow. 29th. Mm-hmm. You'll probably hear about it on this pod. Maybe. It's gonna be. We're gonna do it. Oh yeah. It'll be the day after <laughs> Phoebe Bridgers, or not Phoebe Bridgers, Munas. We're gonna have to record oh. that fucking Tuesday. Okay. Oh. God. 
My life, I fucking like my next month. I'm like, Welcome. I already feel exhausted. Welcome to the yeah. life of a music critic professional. We do it for the leaders. That's we right. do it for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like this album. I probably listened to it six out of the ten hours I was home this weekend. That's a lot of time. He yeah. made it a priority. Uh, yeah, no sleep. And just listen to the album. Efficient in the shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Multitask. Multitask. Good way to do it. Mm-hmm. I will say, first listen. Didn't attach myself as quickly to it as I did their, their two first albums. Mm-hmm. Even now, I would say I didn't attach it myself to it as much as their first two albums. I think it's mm. to me. I I don't know why. I can't really like put my finger on it because it does. There's all the ingredients of an album that I would like on it. Um, but I just didn't like kind of immediately connect with any songs in particular or any themes in particular. But that's probably, again, because it's unabashedly not... I'm not a queer woman. Yeah, but don't you think you can like invert it? You can, like you can. kind of your own... But yeah, to me, I would say this album was a tougher one to get into. I do appreciate what they were able to do with the album. And I, I, I do know that it, in terms of like what other critics, not us, not mm. us as acclaimed critics, but others, mm. what they've said is that it's actually like a, a really good album. Like Pitchfork gave it a 7.8, which is a, a, a very good, a very good review for, from Pitchfork. Very good. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit. I'm, it's gonna be. It's gonna need to continue to grow on me. It wasn't a smash hit like Solar Power was. I'm I, kidding. I'm I kidding. Have, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think it got a higher score because Pride Month, a la Fire Island, having a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I do. Th- I do think that the the queerness of it all um, definitely helped with the rating because it came out at the right time. They knew. Did. Smart. Smart. I mean, women. so. <laughs> Betty Who did it, did it all right, releasing Blow Up My Candle, because Betty Who is, like, on every... She was on, like, Good Morning America or something. Oh, yeah. Blow Up My Candle as, like, a gay couple proposed or something. It was like, girl, oh, get, your, get your promo. Get, get it going. Yeah. Like, we love you. Like, she's queer? Get her on. She, said, she says she is queer. I'm not going any further with that. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Wonderful assessment. Um, I also had a little difficulty connecting more from like a production sonic groove vibe. Yeah. I didn't find anything particularly hooky. No. Or interesting. Silk Chiffon is like the song that's like the most hooky, I think. I wouldn't agree with that. Okay. Personally. But it's up there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um... I don't know if that's just like uh, we're figuring things out now that we're on an independent record and we're trying things out or if it's like uh, we're working with different producers kind of vibe. I don't know. I just didn't really find it to be super cohesive. It definitely I, I would I would 100% agree. I don't think it was very cohesive in cohesive in theme. It was very cohesive in theme. <laughs> yes. But it wasn't very cohesive from, I think they sampled sounds or 
influences. Like there's a song that very much sounded like it could have been a Casey Musgrave song. Oh, there was a song that sounded very much like it could be. Um, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I really, I really couldn't tell you which one. But they, yeah, they kind of felt like they did experiment a couple song like um, times with their different songs and like how they sounded, which I appreciated. Um, but it still just made it. That's not why I didn't really connect with it as much. And so, um, do we need to, do we say it? I'm curious, Chris, did you find it like, did you find this to be an album that you were going back to and like wanting to do start to finish? Or were you finding like, oh, I'm, I'm more enjoying like the front half as compared to the back half or where were you at? I, I mean, I, for the most part, I enjoyed it start to finish. Okay. But I mean, I was jumping around a little bit and there were some songs in the front and the back that I could definitely leave. But, okay. Okay. Um, mm. I'm a little bit of a sentimentalist, so okay. you know I don't need it to be like a dance, like a banger. I don't need it to be a banger. That's true. The whole time. And That's I, true. yeah, I. That's true. Speaking of, Chris, when it comes to albums, what to you is a bop of an album? Like, mm-hmm. what is your criteria? No wrong answers. I mean, gosh, that's a good question. I don't really have a certain criteria. Um, I think any album that just moves me, like, you know, that I can go back to, listen over and over again. Mm, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I like Dance in the Kitchen, but okay. I also like, you know, feeling kind of sad about it. Oh, I love yeah. a sad album. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. You know. Like, for example, going back. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Right. Punisher, actually, Copycat Killer, I feel like is better than Punisher. Oh, okay. I, might, Which I, would, is, I would agree. Okay. And it gets me in my feelings yeah. quite a bit. So, like, we've mentioned it pop many times, but for me, it's always like, uh, um, would I go back to the album and listen to the album from beginning to end, or am I going to take a couple songs and put them on a playlist? Yeah. That's my, like, kind of criteria for what, bopper a flop. Yeah. If I'm going to go back to the album and I want to go back to the album, it's going to be a bop. And if I don't think I'm ever going to want to go back to the album, but there are maybe a couple, even if there are a couple songs, or maybe sometimes there's, like, no songs, yeah. that'd be a flop. Yeah. You don't feel like you have to like every song on the album for it to be a bop. Or do you Not feel- necessarily. No. No. No, but I, I, I personally go, I want to, I want to, a bop of an album is an album I want to go back to the album to listen yeah. to. I'd yeah. say that's definitely my major, like, of the many criteria I have, that's probably the most major is like, do yeah. I re- want to revisit this journey as a complete package? Right. Yeah. And I, t- for all intents and purposes, I think that I would go back and listen to this album as a whole if I was going to go back and listen, but that's more likely because there aren't, to me, any songs that are true, like the standout. Mm. I, I obviously have my top bop, but like, it's not like a, this is like amazingly good. Right, sure, sure, um, sure. Or I'm like, you know, um, yeah, so I, Mitch Hanenkamp, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I have to give this album a flop. I I love all the pieces and parts of it, and I love what they're doing. And I 
will be seeing them in concert, whether or not I'm hungover or not. I will be seeing them. And you know what? I will be ready for their fourth album. Post Pride, Aaron is out of Homo Pride. Gay Wrath Month. Vicious. Vicious. How about you, Chris? Where are you at? I'm going to give this album a bop. It's a bop? It's a bop. Okay, one to one. I mean, I don't think it was brilliant. Where would you place it with their other albums? Um, If forced, which I'm doing now. I feel like I'm going to rank it as two. Okay. And what's what comes first? Um, what's your name of the first album again? Oh. I'm just like... The first album, one. About you. About, about you. About yeah, you. About with you. a U. Yes. About you. And About You has some songs that like, especially Around You and I Know a Place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Know a Place, but God around, so around You kills me, so. Yeah. It's a good one. Simon? Um, I, I am going to join Aaron in this, this, uh, you know, I've had it with pride. Okay. Right. This is a flop for me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a respectful flop. Cause I, I, I know that the Muna fans are going to be out. And I get, I, I bet you these songs are going to sound great live. I bet you yeah, the songs that they put, they were, they were enticing performers. Yeah, for sure. They'll and make it fun. Let's not forget about that bassist that we Oh we found the hot bassist. Oh. oh, they had a very sexy bassist. Have I think it's? I oh, think I, I hope it's a have situation, not a had. But don't follow him on Instagram. He's not anything to. He's really he's like a boring straight guy. Like unfortunately, terribly boring. The, not even like a post thoughty pictures. Yeah, straight guy. No, the, boring. The mystique lies outside the Instagram. For yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's yeah. true. Are we on to top bop? Mm-hmm. Chris, why don't you lead us off? What was your top bop of the album? So my top bop, which I'm fully expecting, could definitely be Aaron's flop. Oh, knowing Aaron and having listened to oh. podcasts before. Oh, oh. Um, oh. So I was, I was, like I said, I'm a sentimentalist, and I was trying to decide between two, and they're a little bit like lovelorn, ballady type. Okay. Songs oh, and I'm gonna go. It was between Kind of Girl and Loose Garment, and Loose Garment won. Okay, well, let's take a listen. I'll be right back. Loose Garment. So, Chris, um, why was Loose Garment your um, top bop? Um, it just it got me in my feelings a little bit. Yeah. Like, reminded me of some experiences and past lovers. Maybe. Like, what was maybe. your what was your interpretation of the song? Um, I mean, it sounds kind of like uh like a post breakup song, basically, and. They're just talking about like the sadness of that and moving through it and kind of like holding it back and then fully feeling it. That's was kind of my interpretation. I think it probably just clicked a second ago <clears throat> in terms of maybe the interpretation of the song. You tell me if I'm wrong, but the there is it's like I used to wear my sadness like a chokehold 
and now I wear it like a uh, a, or a choker, and yeah. now I'm wearing it like as a loose garment that and just letting it kind of flow. Mm-hmm. To me, it almost feels like in a breakup or in a, one of those situations, you you go through it, and you, at first you have all of that kind of bitterness, and you have um, kind of a, a it, the sadness is holding you back from being able to live your life. And I think the way I'm interpreting the song, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is, well, I mean, I songs can be interpreted by anyone. Your opinion's wrong there. They're wrong, Aaron. <laughs> but that, like, <laughs> once, once you get to that, um, you can get to a point of acceptance, you can go, damn it, yeah, I am sad, but I'm, it's no longer, by accepting it, it's no longer choking me it's it's freeing and I can kind of move on even though I know that this sadness is still with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you have to kind of fully embrace grief to move past it. Mm. And so I think that's kind of what the song is talking yeah. about. Also, I, yeah. I'm a sucker for like... A cardigan. A, a cardigan. Well, not only a cardigan. Not Always a cardigan. cardigan. Uh-huh. Uh, Trend alert. <laughs> <laughs> cardigans are in. <laughs> Summer cardigans. <laughs> um, but just like a good kind of ethereal music song. Like part of the reason why I like Perfume Genius so much. Other side, like the spacey, atmospheric, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, consuming music. How to Dress Well, which shout out. Another queer independent artist, if you've we ever love, heard of him. I do really like Perfume Genius. The yeah. last album was tough for me. The new one. It was a. It was. It was I need a. Yes. Lo- I need a lot more time with it. But yeah. I really love his old stuff. On yeah. the floor, Mama. Oof. Yes. Yes. But have you guys heard of How to Dress Well? Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah. I haven't. Not, like I said, another queer independent artist worth checking out. Oh. Very ethereal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Do Demi they? Lovato. No. <laughs> yes. Our favorite queer artist. Christine the Queens. Jojo oh, Siwa. We do love Christine the Queens. Jojo. Gotta love Jojo. Jojo Siwa. just bought a Lambo. Okay, mama. Jojo said, you know what? I'm going to have my own float in this parade, mama. That's right. Boss babe, Jojo Siwa. I, I think I've already mentioned this on the podcast before, but like I remember like I've seen Jojo like in person. Really? There's like some restaurant in, in West Hollywood that like oh, okay. that celebrities go to that TMZ like is at. Oh. And I swear to God, she literally called TMZ is like, I'm gonna be there. You should like classic move. Do like do a quick classic thing. Classic celeb move. She drives up in a Tesla that is decked out <laughs> all over with like tiny little pictures of her face and different things I, and it's that pink. is my move I want to do that and how dare you she comes she gets interviewed for a minute making it seem like she was at the restaurant by TMZ and then she drives away and it's like this is the most like okay. celebrity thing I've ever seen in my life okay if I were a celebrity I'd be like I would call with like a voice disguiser and be like Simon's gonna be at Simon's gonna be at Simon's gonna be at (laughs) H&M He's gonna be at Taco Bell drive-thru Simon will see you in an hour He'll see you in an hour Simon Exactly Oh Classic PR move Love that But um, (laughs) I We always It it happens I would say half the time Maybe more Mm -hmm. Where when we listen to the songs I end up being like Oh yeah 
that's actually. I, mean, I actually kind of like that one. Yeah. Like I actually like that one. <laughs> yeah, that does happen sometimes. And I very much loved the. Um, it's probably was the HomePods and the Dolby Atmos that really took Shout it. Shout out. Uh, Took it across the line. Shout out to Dolby. But like, I loved. I I don't know if it was a violin. I think it was a violin. Yeah, some sort of string that was playing. Loved that. Wow, good song. Thank you. I'm a sucker for some strings. I same here. Well yeah. played strings. Yes. Um, Aaron, I think you need to go next because I forgot what the name of my top bop is, and I need to research that in a second. <laughs> well, so yeah, my top bop. I mentioned earlier one hard part for me with this album was I really had a tough time going like gripping onto one song going this is it it has changed this is the slapper of the album yeah well not even slapper but this is like the song that I'm most like connected to for a good chunk of the day it was um, kind of girl actually okay wow because that was the one that just kind of stuck in my head but then um, as the day kind of progressed today it very much turned into um, Anything But Me. Oh, okay. Mostly, because we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Let's take a listen quick before we dive into the minutia of Anything But Me. That's right. And that was anything but me. Yeah. Well, oh. What uh, what made you say that one's the top? Okay, so there's a couple things I like about it. One, the a lot of the um, verses are all very kind of like almost the petty like comebacks, like mm. the quick witted comebacks of like sure. You think I'm a I'm on a high horse, but I think I'm regular size. It's like. Yeah. Maybe you're on a pony, babe. Like, you know, it, it, it's just all these different things where it's like, or you think I'm like uh, stuck in the, the, the moon, but like you're the one that's sky high or something. It just is like, all of these things are um, great kind of like, yeah, well, you're a bad person, you know, or like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's you or like, sure, I'm rubber, you're glue kind of situation yeah. that I like, but I love that like, the visuals and I love the wordplay behind it so much about the song. Mm-hmm. And then I think what uh, what drove it home is that the theme of the song really is kind of like almost, yeah, you can still be bothered by this, but I'm not. Mm. And like, you can't take me down with you in this botheredness mm. of, of there are people that we, um, we have in our lives that... Um, kind of are, are are frustrating in whatever way, or you you just don't get along with them, mm-hmm. and like you can choose to give them that power. There's a line in the song of like you're gonna take a piece of me, mm-hmm. uh, or like you, you're gonna give me a piece of your heart. It's kind of like you're gonna give me like you're gonna be stuck on this fucking thing, or you can just kind of go like I'm moving on. Are you? Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. That I think I appreciated about the song, and I, I, and then on top of it, it just kind of was like, it does. It is one of the more catchy songs. It is catchy. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. Yeah. 
I was picking up more of a like, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll be there if you need something, but not if it's this close. There was, I think there is a little bit of that too. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's kind of going like. Close the door on that box. Yeah. Like we're not. That's right. I, I'm, I'll help you out, whatever. But like, that's not that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just overall, I, I appreciated the song. I thought it was um, lyrically a fun song. One of the other things that we didn't talk about as much with this album was um, most of this album was, pretty much most of Muna's catalog was all written by the trio. Yes. The, um, as, as Apple Music um, defines it, LGBTQ plus Los Angeles power pop rock trio. Um, That's a tagline. Yeah. There you go. But they write most of the songs. They did do a collab with Mitski for one song. Love. And they did do a collab with Leland. Leland. Notorious producer of all of the RuPaul Drag Race um, songs. <laughs> he does a Leland. lot of songwriting. He does. He yeah. really does. He's, he's, he's in Leland. a lot of the, the queer artists. That's um, right. The Rolodex. But Shout out. Most of the album is just the three of them. And most of the songs are just written by Katie plus the other two. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually saying it in that way because most of the songs, like I was watching some interviews, are written by Katie, but I think that they all get songwriting credit because they help with like the the rest she of it. Just set to Naomi throwing a prepositional yes. phrase here. And yes, there. yes, mm-hmm. yep, those two. Yeah. Chris, where does this rank? Uh, upper half quadrant for you or how are you feeling about I this say, one? I would say upper half. Upper half. Like this was okay. in my... I, Put every song into a bop or fob category, and mm. this is definitely in the bop category. Okay, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I agree with your guys' take. Like, when I listen to it, I kind of hear somebody saying, "Like, you put me through a lot of shit. Yeah, you took me for granted. Mm. Right. Now you want me back." Huh. And isn't that rich? Uh, yeah, isn't it me. kind of? It, isn't that rich? What I, one thing I love about Weird songs is we all get to kind of, like, and I'm not. I don't mean this in any this way or that way. Yeah. But we all kind of take what's going on in our lives in that moment <laughs> as we're listening to it. Yeah. And we kind of go apply like, it. I'm going to apply it to that. Yeah. And I think that's rad about music because we all mm-hmm. kind of like can go into it with a slightly different lens and none of us are wrong. And yeah. even like artists, they they love to say something like, "You, uh, I wrote this for this instance or this is how I felt, but like you interpreting it that way and, and it go it representing this moment in your life that's cool like yeah. that's cool too you know mm-hmm. the song kind of reminds me of a, an old flame a regular hookup I had in college who just out of the blue ghosted me and shout then, out to Casper and then <laughs> and then he moved he moved to Minneapolis and I'm just gonna say I got hot after college Okay. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. You did. And frankly, um, you should have stopped in college. Well, you should actually, <laughs> Simon. I would say it wasn't. I got I hot got after a college. Go, I got a good haircut. I mean, I after haven't seen you in college, but I'm I just got a good haircut. Simon. Okay, college. let's not let's <laughs> not say after college. Let's say like in the last what like four or five years. You're right. You're right. It's the last three years. If you if you saw Simon <laughs> if you saw Simon back when I used to work with him, Mama, he had it. he had like blue gray hair. That was for like three months of my life. And he, well, it was, it was. Anyways. Um, but then he, so he moves to Minneapolis. He's throwing eyes at me and I could not be less sexually interested. Like actual eyes? Like, oh, hey. 
like he wasn't he bought he them from a witch it was a bag of eyes taking, he was like, like one at a time he wasn't was. he wasn't taking eyes of newt from a pouch <laughs> and throwing them at me no no <laughs> just the, the the i had to ask the literal saying and like figuratively you never know right you never, you never know. know it's good to clarify uh-huh. so simon um while we listened to that last song, were you able to figure out? I was. Thank you. Yes, I did figure out my top up. Um, what, what is your top up? It is the song No Idea. Well, I have no idea what I'm about to listen to, but I can't wait. <laughs> Touche. Now I do have an idea. Yeah. About what that song is. Yeah. You figured it out? <laughs> figured it out. And all, and all it took was listening to the song. You know, sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that's all it takes. You know, that one, oh, some of the production in there really, oh, makes me feel good. You know really? I, mean? I love that. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it was like, production wise, it stood out to me a lot more than other tracks on the album. I th- I don't think it's like a lyrical masterpiece by any means. I think some of the verses are actually kind of clunky, but um, it's one that I remembered and like kept going back to. Chris, what are your thoughts on No Idea? You know, this uh, didn't sing its teeth in me as much as... It's fair. Yeah. It's just... Did it nibble into you at all? I think or? it was... When I've listened to it, you know, multiple times... Multiple yeah, times. Over, over Multiple the weekend. Times. It just didn't, uh, just didn't stick with me. Like it was neither kind of neither here nor there. Neither I would here say. nor there. I didn't like. I didn't hate it. Middle of the road. Yeah, I didn't love it. I was like, how about you? Right? Kind of filler. Maybe. <laughs> so, um, not just yet, Chris. You mentioned that you um, went through the album and you said what songs were bops, what songs oh. were flops. Oh. I'm just, and this is not a definitive. I don't, I don't want to know which songs are on which list, but I would love to know how much, like number wise. Oh, good question. How many? What's the ratio? What's the ratio here? There were three flops. Three flops. Pretty good. And then how many songs are on this album? Eleven. Eleven. So that means eight. Eight. Yeah. So and then well, yeah, eleven. Or did you have like a medium? A medium. I had a medium. A block. So there were six. Yeah. There are two blops. Two blops. Two blops. Shout out to Manny. Shout out to Manny, who had the audacity. To blop. To blop. Planet her. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like... Ridiculous. Some people... I flopped it. Oh, I bopped that off. Yeah. I bought it on vinyl. Oh, I know you did. I I know you did. I support the girls. Different strokes for different folks. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry I'm mentioning it again. Lord. One thing, because I follow... one thing that I just don't get, and I'm like, how is this? What is what is going on with me? Everyone uh, on like the the Lord subreddit, they love to post like what their top artists are to kind of show how much they love Lord. Oh, and like I'm not kidding you, Lana Del Rey is always in the list with her. Iconic, I believe that. Iconic. And I like me, yeah, as you someone that like Lana. does not get Lana, does Lana. not enjoy Lana. No had part a, of me had a great attitude about the review though. But I tried my best, and I will try my best again if we ever have to. Good, good. But, like, 
what the hell? What the fuck with that? Like, <clears throat> it just goes to show that everyone has different strokes of like what they enjoy with music. Some Lord fans have taste, and I other ones do not. I guess. Yeah, I can't tell if Juana Del Rey is like if we're supposed to take her seriously or if she's like I think in on the joke. I think that's part of the the whole mystique of Juana. You know what I mean? Kind yes. of like she's pl- she knows what she's doing and she's like hyper aware of what she's doing, but whether or not like. She's doing it. She's totally doing it to to like to stoke the flame a little you bit. You think? Oh, one thousand mm, percent. Yeah. But I do think that she. Um, I'm gonna throw. In she a would lot do it anyways. After this, she would do it anyways. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 No idea is. I would <laughs> not. I, I, I would say it's actually on the the <laughs> the bottom half of the <laughs> album hate, for me. I hate when this happens. To me. <laughs> but it's not my biggest flop. Well, that's good. What is your biggest flop? <laughs> you know the song that just like. It tried to be a bop. It tried to be high energy, give me the beep bop boop sensation. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, girl, this is like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't want to. Yeah. Runner's head. Girl, same, same. You could tell they, they were like, we're going to write this to be a hit. And mm-hmm. I was like, swing and a miss on that formula. Well, you made shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like all, you can tell it's like it's like drinking La, La Croix La Croix La Croix some people pronounce it um, like it's the essence of it yeah yeah but it's, it's not it's not quite it, it's not quite <laughs> it's not quite so was that the same for you the same oh yeah. my god yeah <laughs> I, I really didn't like that song and, 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 and what about you Chris uh, I'm gonna go with Shooting Star I kind of liked Runner's High I made my my bop list. Okay. All right. <laughs> it is uh, a trend on the podcast that usually someone chooses the last song on the album as their biggest flop, I feel like. It because just, it, yeah. it feels like it's the afterthought song. Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it's sometimes. the song where you're like, well, if I just would have ended a little bit early, like, it would have been better. Je- I love so many last songs on albums, though. Sometimes like, they get it right. I've got a thing for last songs. Name, what, what's the last song? Um, that comes to mind. Oh, I can name one. God, there's so many. Simon? For oh. me, Get Free, Lana Del Rey on um, Lust for Life, that album. One of my favorite Lana songs of all time. Mm. Cold Desert, Kings of Leon, whatever that album Say was, that. if you remember. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Last songs just give me. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't have one that comes to mind, but I, I mean, I have one that comes to mind. Like, I know that... Um, I think it's perfect places is the last song on melodrama. Mm. That's a great song, but it's I it I don't think of it oh, as a last uh, song. You know what else is a wonderful last song? Everything will be all right by the Killers on Hot Fuss. Uh, Hot Fuss, Hot, is I mean, come an on, an amazing album, I mean, it's great album, one great of the best of all time. It's what, what it, it's what got what, me into music. Like one of the best of all time. Well, I it did. It was fucking uh, yeah, Green album? Day. Oh yeah. <laughs> But then, you you, if you go back and you listen to our albums that made us, you would you would know. Killers. But like, for, for yeah, Killers uh, wasn't on it. Oh, it wasn't mine. No, I think it might have been yours. It was well, probably mine. Honestly, yeah. Green Day's American Idiot was on mine. True. Half but, us, super androgynous, like uh, ahead of its time. I think. So, uh, agreed. Like, yeah. Yes. yeah. Loved. Well, uh, we officially made it through Top Bop, Biggest Flop, and we made it through album as a whole. Mm. Which means we have one last segment. Mm-hmm. This is our single obsession of the week. What is that one song 
but it has this going, ooh, ah, <laughs> or just yeah. any sort of song that we just can't stop listening to. Either or, or both. Either and, Either both and. and. Thank you. Yes, and. Who wants to start? I'll, I'll go first. Um, I've been uh, really vibing on the song Hallucinate by Dua Lipa. Like, I kind of, like, I mean, I liked the album when it came out, and I still like the album, but I don't know. Every now and then I go back to it, and there's one song. It's always a different song every time that, like, hooks me, and right now that's Hallucinate. Future Nostalgia, by far and away, is going to be on, like, every decade. You think? Uh, Yeah. Like, every decade top albums list, because it truly... I think it was, like, one, I don't think we're ever going to not hear Future Nostalgia at the club. Like, yeah. it is, you're going to hear... Very, it's so club And me. not just yeah. not just one, you're going to hear, like, three yeah. or four Future Nostalgia mm-hmm. songs. But it's also kind of the album that got us through COVID. See, that's the thing that I'm confused about, is, like, do I really like the album because of the album itself or because of, like, the timing? Mm-hmm. Well, it has Boys Will Be Boys. That like, song is awful. Uh, that is the last song that can truly just cut, cut it, the curb. Get out. Get out of here. Truly. But, Ugh. like, I, I do. I think it's both and with that. Yeah. I think it's truly mm-hmm. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I have not gone back and listened to Future Nostalgia as an album in, really? like, probably a year and a half. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't need to because every song is at the fucking club. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I. I think for me what it is is it's just like Dua's totally a a pop package more than she's an artist and I think that's why I don't go back to it as much so one thing that that, um, our gal um, Betty mentioned Mm -hmm. on um, Las Culturistas is that there really are kind of two different paths to um, to artists these days where Dua is a perfect example of like you take control you kind of like record label do what you want with me mm-hmm. and like help me find success. And then there's right. the artists that are like, no, I want to build my own path. And it's a lot, it's a lot harder of a journey to do that, that journey, but it's also right. like a lot more, um, you authentic to who the mm-hmm. artist is. Well, part of the huge story about future nostalgia was how Dua Lipa was like, no, we're going to release the album. Well, just like that. She said it. Well, and they're like, no, we should wait because COVID. And she's like, no, release the album. No, literally the <laughs> album leaked, and that's why she had to fucking release it. Is that why? It leaked. She hmm. leaked it. I don't know. I, she might. She might have leaked it. <laughs> she probably did it. But it leaked, <laughs> and they and and it was very much like a, oh shit, it leaked. Well, was this a PR leak? Because that's very hot. I don't think I. I don't think any artists wanted. Like you saw Gaga move her album uh, yeah. Chromatica back. Like no artists wanted to release albums at the beginning of COVID because they didn't know mm. how they were going to promote it. Yeah, touring can't, is where they tour. usually make a ton more money. Yeah, and so it went into like this kind of what to do. Mm. Luckily for us, Future Nostalgia did leak. Came out not at a, a great time. And so it was either like. <laughs> All the gays know about the album and listen to the album, 
just because like we're all sending it to each other or she releases it and she chose the release it route Smart. and it kind of made her the queen of covid so like good for her yeah, that that definitely, happened definitely. ended up being a net win for her right chris what about you what is your single obsession of the week so single obsession i'm gonna go with the last goodbye featuring betty labette by odessa Oh, Odessa. Ooh, the last goodbye. Last are you goodbye. are you gonna go see Odessa when they come here? Uh, you know what? I didn't know they were coming. I need to keep my ear to the ground. To you do. Shows you got way better. I used to be on it. <laughs> gotta. And then I used to go to so many shows before I moved here. When I moved here, and then I just fell off. Like I what? Got, what felt? What? What made you fall off? I just I felt like I'd been to so many mm. like festivals yeah. and just. Show, 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 shows. I needed a break. I needed a break. Yeah. break. And then I was, I remember I had four shows lined up for like early 2020, or like yeah. the first end of spring, early summer, mm-hmm. like lined up with my work schedule, and then COVID happened. <sighs> Fucking COVID. Just like, the worst. We're still yeah. feeling the effects. Some of to us. To this day. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? What is your single obsession? Single Obsession for me is a song that took me the first listen. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I'm going to find a way to love it. Mm. Oh. And that song was Blow Out My Candle by Betty Who. The aforementioned Betty Who. Mentioned many times in this pod. <laughs> I, you know, it, all the things that I didn't like about it, the first couple listens, I now like don't even notice. Hmm. Interesting. And I kind of, it is a little bit like, it is a good pride anthem. Like, yeah. you can, uh, but you'll never, what is it? You can blow out my candle, but you'll never blow out my pride or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Something, something like that. that. <laughs> but it's it's very, like, very gay anthem. She released it at the perfect time, and I now love it. Excited for her new album that is partially label-involved, because mm. I do think it'll end up being a good mix of, like, exactly what we need. And I will be going on on tour with her to see her at at least like three or four shows. Okay, I thought you meant like as a roadie or no. I will be on. You know, I will be. um, I will be the opening act. Oh God! (laughs) Um, It'll be Aaron of Bopper Flop Podcast, just talking, just talking, really high. Yeah, sounds. I'd go. Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't participate, but I'd go. (laughs) Special guest appearance at the Minneapolis show, Simon Gettle. There you go. Yeah. Not traveling for it, but no. if, if it's around. No. We only get one press pass at a time. No, always one. Always um, one. Chris, thank you so much for being on the pod. Um, this was truly a delight. Thanks for having me. Had a lot of fun. So fun. Such a fun episode. Um, if you want people to find you, where can they, if they do, if you want them to? Physically um, or the social sphere? So if you want to find me, you can find me at a couple of local emergency departments. Hopefully. Don't go Hopefully. there today or tomorrow because he's still recovering from yeah, pride. True. Yeah. <laughs> true. Give him a couple days. Uh, but I'm not working tomorrow, so if any of my employers are listening to this, don't worry. And oh, you I, think they will be? Oh God, I hope maybe. Not. Oh God, but probably not. No. no, no. And you didn't say anything incriminating. Just me. Just us. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then my very so very limited social media presence. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Topher V. One three zero two. Topher V, one three zero two. Nailed it. Simone, Simon, mm-hmm. where can people find you? You can find me uh, at the realist Simon on Instagram, uh, and if you want to follow my uh, ever evolving eclectic 
catch-all playlist on Spotify. It's I Love This Playlist. How about, uh, how about you, Aaron? Where can we find you? You know, um, you can find me at the Aaron on all social media. Mm-hmm. Look at the podcast description uh, to see how it's spelled. It's kind of unique. Um, but you know what? Um, you can also find our podcast at Bop or Flop Podcast on Instagram. Ever growing those Try, numbers. Trying its hardest to just keep on plugging away. Getting up there. Um, but. Uh, you can also um, do one thing that really helps our podcast grow, and that is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Five stars. Spotify, you can do five stars now. Exactly. Turns out, I found out today, you can also do karaoke on Spotify now, I guess. Wow. Which... Is that enough to get you? I, <laughs> people sent it to me, and I was like, I know why you're sending this to me. No. No. <laughs> I have a karaoke machine. I don't need karaoke on Spotify. Okay. Well, if that's not going to get you, I don't know what will. Okay, leaders. Uh, this is the end of the pod. I just wanted to wish you a happy Gay Wrath Month. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait to, to, to talk to you next week. Get your abortions now. Well, you still can. Yeah. And get married while you still can. But also look into your and, will. And have gay sex while you still can. Well, I think it's just oral or anal, isn't it? Like, I think it's any non, like, vaginal to penal sex. That's, like, what it's classified as. Yeah, I meant gay sex. Did I not say gay sex? Well, I know. But, like, all sex that isn't just, like, straight up vagina penis sex. What? Yeah, that's, that's like, what is it called? What's the word? Sodomy? Sodomy. Mm -hmm. That's what's considered sodomy is anything that's not that. Oh, yeah. So, like, the straights, sorry, you're going to suffer too, you bitches. Yeah. You know what you like. You know what you like. Yeah. We know what you like. We know some of the straight guys that are listening right now. They love a little yeah. peg up of their ass. The guy who waxes me, he says a lot of straight guys go to him because they're finding their prostate. Guys saying. like prostates. That's right. And with that, <laughs> voulez-vous. 